Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us hear the word of God. We find it written in the 118th Psalm, the first verse. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Good evening, dear friends in Christ Jesus. This is the eve before Thanksgiving Day, as we all know. We have come to God's house Surely at the call of our soul, the president of our great country has issued his annual Thanksgiving proclamation, designating tomorrow as Thanksgiving Day and asking that all of us repair to our places of worship and give thanks to God. I suppose we can say that Thanksgiving is the one national festival that has more of a spiritual atmosphere and feeling about it than any of the other national holidays. And so we have come tonight for a Thanksgiving service. Have you ever felt just a little bit guilty in coming to church for Thanksgiving? Haven't you and I at times said, I, I wish I felt a little more thankful for the blessings that I enjoy? Haven't we often said this to ourselves? How do you make yourself more thankful? I know you've had a busy day, and so have I. We're here in the quietness of God's house, and if you will relax, I'm sure that I know no better way than to give thanks and express thanks than to turn to God and to talk to him and to give him our thanks. So if you will relax, have a prayerful attitude for the next few moments, and let's talk to God, and let's tell him about our thankfulness. Lord God, it's because of your Son, Jesus Christ, that we can call you Father. And that means that we are your children, and that means, Lord God, that even though we may not express our words the way we would like to, and even though at times we may be a bit arrogant and we may fail in the things that we would like to tell you, nevertheless, Heavenly Father, your Son wants us to feel that because you are our Father, we can come with all boldness and confidence and have no fear whatsoever in talking to you. We admit, Heavenly Father, that it's rather hard to sincerely be thankful. But as we talk to you tonight, we talk to you in the name of Jesus, Dorch Jesum Christi. We know that when we come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that that makes our speaking with you, our praying to you, all right in your sight. We want to be thankful, Heavenly Father, and yet we feel that we 
fail and we come so short at times of even beginning to be thankful for the blessings which we have. But tonight as we talk to you in the quietness of this hour, Heavenly Father, the great reason as we think why we want to thank you is because you're the kind of a God that you really are. Oh, you have revealed yourself to us in the eternal word. And there we find you to be a great God, magnificent, wonderful, a God worth having. And so, God, we want to thank you tonight because you are the kind of a God that you are, thanking you because you have made yourself known to us as a triune God. God, when we think of you as one God, then in a way we can understand that. When we think of you, Lord God, as a spirit, we find that a bit difficult to understand because we don't know what a spirit looks like. But when, Lord God, you reveal yourself to us as not only one God and a spirit, but three distinct persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, then, Heavenly Father, we fail. We don't understand that. It's something that our minds just can't grasp. And yet as we think tonight here in your temple, we are grateful that you have made yourself known to us as a God that we cannot fathom, that we cannot understand, and also as a God that we would never dream that you were like that. One God, not three gods, but one God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and that you as the Father, you're not the Son of the Holy Spirit, and you the Son, you're not the Father of the Holy Ghost, and Holy Spirit, you're not the Father and the Son. And yet, Heavenly Father, as we talk to you tonight, we have this blessing that we count because of that tremendous revelation which you have made of yourself, which we cannot hope to understand, that we know that you are the one and the only true God. You must be the only living God because that revelation of yourself as triune never came from the mind of man. And we count as our blessing tonight then to know that you are the one and only God and that you're listening as we're praying to you tonight. That brings you, Heavenly Father, very near. That brings you close. We aren't talking to a ceiling. We aren't talking to a wall tonight, Heavenly Father. We are talking to you. And we know that you are here with us, that you are listening, as though no one else were talking to you except those who are gathered here in Emmanuel's house of worship tonight. When we think, Lord God, we see blessings. And in our very inappropriate way, except in the name of Jesus, we thank you because you are a triune God. We thank you also, Lord God, as we think about you, that you have made yourself known to us as an eternal God. You have told us in your eternal word that you are without beginning. You are without ending. And again, Lord God, our minds fail. To us, everything has to have a beginning. And yet you tell us, 
that before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting you are God. Oh, to know that you never had a beginning. To know, Lord God, that you'll never have an end. Oh, that brings us a blessing when we think about it, whereby we can loosen up just a bit and say thank you. That's this blessing, Lord God, to know that because you are from eternity, what plans you had originally for the universe and for man. Oh, we go back into eternity, Heavenly Father, and we know what your plans were, what you wanted to have. Your plans were to create a universe, and then your plans were to create man in your image. And your plans were that man would never sin. And your plans were that man would live on this earth in the perfection of holiness, that man would be married. Because, Lord God, you instituted marriage even before sin came into the world. That man would have a home, a family. That man would live in a paradise on earth. That man would never know sorrow. That he would never know what a tear was like. That he would never know what a pain was like. That he would never know what death was like. This is what you had planned, eternal God, in your original plan in the creation of the world and in the creation of man. And then it was your plan that man, who again would walk in your way, that man would be taken by you into your heavens, that man wouldn't need a Savior. This was your plan originally, that man created in holiness and righteousness, would remain such. We thank you, Lord God, to know what a wonderful God you are, eternal, and that in eternity your plans for us were magnificent. You never planned that we would ever sin. We are grateful. We thank you, Lord God, in our own humble way, because you are eternal. We thank you tonight as we talk to you, Lord God, because we have come into your sanctuary to tell you thank you. We thank you because you're a God who has made yourself known as an all-powerful God. Oh, to know that you have shown us omnipotence, almightiness, That's why we believe in your word that you created the heavens and the earth out of nothing. That your power was so tremendous, limitless, it was boundless that when you spoke, there came into existence this universe. And with your power, Lord God, you created man, Adam and Eve, in your own image because of your power. What a body you fashioned for man. Not in your image, Lord God, because we know you don't have a body. But oh, what a body you formed for our first parent, Adam. What a body magnificent, Lord God, 
And then with your power you breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life. Then you tell us he became a living soul. With your omnipotence you made us in your own image. You made us with a body and you gave us a soul. You made us a soul, a spirit like you are God. And as we look at your power on this Thanksgiving Eve, we think of the number of times we have been in danger not even realizing it and how you have protected us and sustained us so that we are alive tonight. We thank you for your power, Lord God, knowing this, that we have this blessing that you didn't turn us loose in this world subject to some blind fate, some blind chance, some kind of luck, that we don't have to live on your earth, Heavenly Father, cringing in fear as though there is some power that is greater than you are. We thank you, Lord God. You are omnipotent. You are almighty. You are all-powerful. And therefore, we thank you, Lord God, that we never have to cringe regardless of the adversities or the troubles or the difficulties that confront us or have confronted us in this past year. These have come only because you have permitted them to come. Lord God, we thank you for this blessing that you've got the whole wide world in the palm of your hand. We have come to thank you. We know you're listening. You are the only true God. In our own imperfect and humble way, we thank you, Lord God, that you are a God as you have revealed yourself as an all-knowing God. What a God you really are, that you know us perfectly. So often, Lord God, we don't know ourselves. So often we do things, as you know, Lord God, that we wonder how we ever did them. We look at ourselves and we can't even believe it because we don't know ourselves. And yet you who are the God and you know everything, you know us better than we know ourselves. And oh, what a blessing when the cares and the adversities of life, Lord God, sometimes seem greater than we can bear. When all that we can do is just groan and just cry out in agony. Oh, to know that you understand, that you understand perfectly that with this knowledge of yours, there is a perfect diagnosis by you of just exactly what ails us, whether in body or soul, and you never make any mistakes in your diagnosis. We thank you, Lord God, that whenever you deal with us, even though we don't understand, you always deal with us with a perfect diagnosis of what's wrong even from a groan. Thanks, God.
We thank you tonight. Difficult as sometimes it is, and Lord God, because we're sinful, because we're selfish, it is hard at times to thank you and to mean it. But when we think of this past year and here on the eve of Thanksgiving and we talk to you, Lord God, tonight, as your children coming through Christ Jesus, we are grateful that you are not only a God who understands all things, but you have shown yourself to be a God of perfect wisdom. Oh, to know that you are a God that does things in our life in only one way, and that's best. We are grateful, Lord God, that you're hearing us as we're talking to you and that you will answer us as we talk to you and that there's always just one answer and that's best. We admit, Lord God, that even though we thank you that it's, again, always best that at times we don't understand and sometimes we, we murmur and we know we shouldn't and we complain and uh, we get despairing and we get a bit despondent uh, because somehow or other we don't understand you and we fail to have faith that we ought to have. But through it all, we do know better. We know that you're a God of perfect wisdom, that you do everything best, that before when you diagnose our troubles and you answer our prayers, you always look to our eternal destiny and then you decide what is best for us to help us to heaven and we know that's what you do. And so we count as our blessing this, that regardless of our troubles, you always give us what we ask for, and if that isn't best, you give us something better. We don't understand. Lord God, at times we confess it to our shame, but we do know that you never make any mistakes. We know that there's always strength to bear. We know that you're always with us. We know that you always draw us closer to you. And even though it comes with a tear at times, we do thank you. We are grateful. We do want to express our gratitude to you, even though sometimes it's so hard and we feel so inadequate and we feel that it just isn't what it ought to be. But Lord God, we thank you tonight also. Oh, you're a wonderful God. You've made yourself known in your eternal and errant word. You've told us that you are omnipresent, that you're everywhere at the same time. Lord God, our mind again, it, it just stops when we try to imagine that, how you can be all over at the same time and all of you. But oh, what a blessing. Because all of us, as you know, Lord God, have loved ones living away. What a wonderful thing it is and a blessing and we count it that we can pray for our loved ones even though they may be on the farthest end of the world. That tonight we can pray for our sons and daughters way over in Vietnam. We can pray for those who are in prison camps. We can pray for those who are missing in action because you're there too. With all your power, your omnipotence, your almightiness. We are grateful, Lord God, to know that our prayers can help those who are beyond our sight and thousands of miles away because you are an omnipresent God. We thank you, God, 
as we count our blessings, as we just sit, relax, and talk to you. You've invited us to talk to you, and you want us to, and so often we don't talk to you enough. And sometimes we're afraid, but we are your children, and you're our Heavenly Father, and you don't want us to be afraid. You want us to run to you and just tell you how we feel, and tonight we, we're talking to you, God. We know you're listening, and we're thanking you, and we want to thank you because you're a holy God. You've made yourself known and you have demonstrated that you're without sin, that you can't sin because sin is reprehensible to you. And oh, what that means to us, that because you are holy and sinless and undefiled, you have made known to us just what holiness is. We are thankful, Lord God, for your Ten Commandments. We are thankful that you have given us your law so that we may know what holiness is. You have assured us that holiness is what pleases you. Unholiness is what does not please you. We are grateful for your ten simple laws of right and wrong. We thank that you have told us that thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Thou shalt honor thy father and thy mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his cattle, or anything that is thy neighbor's. We are grateful, Lord God, that you've given us a moral code that is in keeping with your holiness. And we count this as a blessing that when we as your children never allow the world to tell us that these laws have been rescinded or abrogated, but that we attempt to live our lives in keeping with your will, then we are thankful for peace and for tranquility and for quietness that comes within when conscience no longer condemns us when conscience commends us. We count as our blessings, Lord God, from you, that peace which the world cannot give, which comes from you because you're a great God. You're a God of holiness. We thank you also, Lord God, as we think about you and as we stop and talk to you to tell you how we feel, that you're a righteous God, that you're a God, you're fair. You don't play favorites. Oh, that makes you great in our sight. Not only this, that it matters not what the color of our skin may be, that all of us are precious in your sight, but that means we can count this as our blessing, that it matters not how we have disgraced you. It matters not how far we've wandered away from you. To know that you are a God of fairness, a righteous God, we count this as our great blessing tonight. We're just as precious in your sight as any human being that has ever lived or is living now. We're thankful, Lord God, that we mean that much to you, even though we don't deserve it. But you don't play favorites. You're fair. Tremendous, God. When we just take time to think about you and to thank you, we thank you, Lord God, above all, that you have made a marvelous manifestation of one of your great attributes. That is that you're a God who loves us. 
amazing grace. Lord God, oh, we, we would never dream that you could love us. There is no other God we know, Heavenly Father, and all man-made religions who is a God of love. We would never have dreamed that possible, that you're a God of grace, that you actually love us, sinners, rebels, all of us who have done wrong and we have known better, but you love us. Well, that you have loved us so much well, that when our salvation was at stake and we couldn't save ourselves, that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, as our Savior. Lord God, this is our greatest blessing, that in your Son, Jesus Christ, we have a robe of righteousness that he merited for us that we can put on, and it covers all the dirty, stinking things in our life. And we stand before you as though we were holy, as though we had never sinned. We'll never be able to thank you enough for that blessing. Even eternity is going to be too short to say thank you because you have saved us in the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. This, Heavenly Father, we rank highest above all. This is the privilege of coming into your house. We'll not lose track of that. Oh, we confess that at times we don't appreciate what it means to be saved. But, oh, God, when death comes to loved ones and it comes pretty close to us, then we begin to realize and to appreciate that nothing else matters as long as we are saved. We thank you, Lord God, at this service of thanksgiving because you have told us that you're trustworthy. We can rely on you. You are not one that says one thing and does another, that you ever go back on your promises. We think back this past year since last Thanksgiving, and Lord God, we must all confess that not once have you ever failed us. We're still alive. We must confess that so many of the things that brought fear and trepidation into our lives that we were scared to death and they never happened. Why? Because of you. Trustworthy, reliable, always a friend. We are thankful, Heavenly Father. This is 35 years our ministry here, as you know, Lord God, that as people in minister, we have come into the sanctuary on the night before Thanksgiving to thank you. This, in your providence, is the last one. We are grateful for this blessing, memory, that you have made us in your image, because we are made in your image and we are a soul, even as you are, Lord God, you have given us the blessing of men. That in our lives we can always look back. We can, in memory, relive the happy moments when we came into your sanctuary. 
and we thank you. Inadequate, sinful, selfish, as we talk to you, Lord God, nevertheless, what makes it all right and pleasing and acceptable and makes us feel good and the joy of living is that we can pray it to you, Dorf Jesum Christi, in Jesus Christ. Amen. The peace of God which passeth all human understanding, keep and unite your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.